0: special day, right? That's a pretty cool service with with all the the visuals, right? I mean, you got the palm branches that that you get to take home, right? You get to take home and make a part of your home, make a part of your life. You put it somewhere in your house where it'll you'll see it and you'll remember what this is all about. And then, of course, next year on Transfiguration Sunday you bring them back and then we burn them to make the ashes for Ash Wednesday. It's a very tangible participatory thing. I mean you get to be part of the action singing the cool Palm Sunday hymns and and joining in the procession it's like we're there. We get to welcome our king. You shouted or you spoke the words that the people shouted right? Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. We welcome our king. That's what this Sunday is all about. Welcoming our king. When when Jesus sent those disciples ahead to get that donkey and the colt, the foal of the donkey, Matthew tells us he knew what he was doing. He did it for a reason. He was sending a message. Look at verse 4. This took place to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet. Say to daughter Zion, that's Jerusalem and its people, say to daughter Zion, see your king comes to you, gentle and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. God had promised through the prophet Zechariah that his king would enter Jerusalem on a donkey, because his king was a very different kind of king, right? You might expect a king to enter into his capital city on, uh, on a glorious white stallion with, with warriors lining the way. And since this is God, you might expect his king to be riding in on chariots and horses of fire with angels blasting trumpets announcing it. And he could have. He will. But not on this day. On this day he entered into Jerusalem on a donkey, because he is a very different kind of king. He he entered in to fulfill the prophecy of Zechariah, and really of all the Old Testament prophets who pointed ahead to the one who would come to be this very different kind of king. His chosen Messiah, the one who would come gentle and riding on a donkey. Not harsh and commanding, not proud and demanding, but gentle and riding on a donkey. Righteous and having salvation, as the prophecy says. And Jerusalem noticed. We hear that they all came out to to celebrate this coming king, The, the crowd. That, that had already gone out to Bethany to see Jesus and Lazarus, the guy that had been raised from the dead, those crowds were following him in. And the people that were still in Jerusalem, they heard that Jesus was coming. And so they came out to join him. And it was this celebration. They were throwing off their cloaks in front of him like they were welcoming one of the Israelite kings of old. They were, they were cutting down the, the palm branches to mark this as a special day. All Jerusalem was stirred remember the last time all Jerusalem was stirred? Do you remember the last time Jesus was called the king? You have to go all the way back to the beginning of Matthew's gospel when it was the wise men asking King Herod, where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? And remember, all Jerusalem was stirred at Herod's reaction because, you see, Herod misunderstood He was thinking of a regular kind of king, like he was. One who ruled over his people for his own benefit. One who used his power to make sure that he stayed in power so that he could continue to rule over his people. That's why Herod tried to kill that newborn king by killing all the babies in Bethlehem. And that's why those crowds in Jerusalem celebrated so powerfully on Palm Sunday. Because they knew that they needed a little better king than they currently had. They just didn't realize how better a king they needed. They didn't realize how different a king they needed. Do you? Think about it. What are the, the problems that keep you up at night? What are the issues that stress you out? Chances are they fall into one of the categories of personality clashes or scheduling difficulties or financial worries or medical scares. And those things are all real. But, come on, what can they really do? God's got a solution for all of those, right? The Scheduling difficulties? Well, if you prioritize God, your scheduling decisions become easy. If you love unconditionally like he tells us to, well, then the personality clashes fade. Medical scares, financial worries, well, you know who's in control of all of that, right? It's God who loves you. So, no, those problems are not the big problem. The real problem is not any of those. The real problem is what caused all of those in the first place. Our real problem is sin. We have failed God. We've fallen short. We haven't prioritized him like we should. We don't worship him with our whole heart. I mean, even on a a Sunday like this, as special a service as it is, we can get distracted. How much more every other day of the week? We don't trust him fully to handle our wealth and our health in the way that is best for us and so we were captives of the enemy. We deserved that eternity in hell. We needed an eternal savior, a savior from sin and its consequences. So so listen to what the people said that day. Listen to what they called this one who was coming. Right? Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. I mean, you've got the, the name of the Lord thing there, but but, but even before that, the, the coming one, the one who comes, that was the same term that, that John the Baptist used when he prophesied the one who was coming after him, who's the, the thongs of whose sandal he wasn't even worthy to stoop down and untie. Same term he used when he sent his disciples to go ask Jesus, are you the one who was to come, the coming one? Or should we expect someone else? I mean, he knew what he was talking about. That, that was the Messiah, the one that God had promised to be coming to rescue us, to rescue humanity from sin and its control and its consequences. And then they yell, Hosanna to the son of David. The son of David, the the the. the promised descendant of great King David who would establish an even greater kingdom, an eternal kingdom by conquering Satan. Hosanna in the highest. They were shouting out to the one who was coming to fulfill what was spoken about Jesus by those angels at his birth, right? He was coming to bring glory to God in the highest and peace to his people on earth. And here on this Palm Sunday, This tenth day of their month of Nisan, the Sunday of the Passover week, where every faithful Jew was expected to select their Passover lamb, to to choose the lamb that they would be sacrificing later that week. On that day, all Jerusalem selected their lamb. They welcomed their king the coming one, the, the Messiah. They open the gates that the king of glory may come in. He came to be the king they didn't even realize they needed. And that's what our service will be about on this Passion Sunday as we read through what Jesus came to do in the Passion history. This king came to suffer and die because we needed our price paid. We needed our inheritance earned. Thank God that he fulfilled our greatest need by giving us a very different kind of king. In him. Amen. Let's continue by singing the remaining verses of our hymn as we follow Jesus from this Palm Sunday high to the depths of suffering that he willingly took for us. And may the peace of God that passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen.